Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode and a new season of Podcast in a Pear Tree. I'm Danielle. I'm Samantha. And if you notice, we don't have Aaron Lee with us, and that is because Aaron Lee is a member of the Screen Actors Guild. And currently, at the time of this recording, there's a SAG after a strike that's currently underway, and we are rooting for them, and we want to make sure to support their efforts to get better um, get better benefits all around. And so, uh, but Aaron Lee has supports, supported that us, we continue with it because uh, Samantha and I are, are not professional actors, <laughs> and we're normies. So we are going to continue on, and we'll try to have some special guests, uh, but we're hopeful that the strike will be over and Aaron Lee will be joining us soon. In the meantime, though, Christmas season started in October? What is that? Oh my gosh. It's hard for me every single year. I always feel behind, even though it hasn't been Halloween yet. How is that possible? That's not okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, Aaron Lee, or I don't know, it was you or Aaron Lee was like, oh, lineups up uh, first. Oh, you were the one who were like, first film. Yes. And I was like, isn't barely mid-October? Why is there a Christmas movie premiere? That must be a rerun. And then you were like, oh no, there's another one. And I was like, what? There's three new movies. What's going on? Uh, yeah. And Aaron reminds me every year that it's always in October, and every year I forget. And then I'm always surprised, and then I feel really behind and weird about it because then I watch a few of them, I get into the spirit, but then Halloween comes, and so I like have to compartmentalize the switch gears for Halloween, and then now I'm back into it full force, and I feel a bit like, oh my gosh, like rushed into it just really throwing myself in now but I I don't know this year feels like it's gone by fast we haven't been back since what Christmas in July and here we are already I can't believe it right and we still have an episode from July that's on hold because the strike happened and so then we couldn't post a new episode but because we were talking about which was interestingly enough that second film in July we liked better than the the one that we had last reviewed which was kind of terrible but it's okay. We're gonna it's gonna we're gonna have that on as a special sometime soon. And in the meantime, we are trying to get into the spirit. I, oh wow. I Which know. Time? Where's lifetime? Lifetime's behind Hallmark I, by weeks. I am Samantha, I can't even tell you how upset I am about what's happening with Lifetime because obviously I root for them and that's that's where I got into my Christmas movie watching and they are only doing 12 total new films this year they're yeah strike related I don't know but in they had 26 films in 2022 and in, and so now 12 to go down to 12 so they're gonna starting I think mid-November they're gonna do two every weekend and that's kind of it there's no Mario Lopez film Samantha there's no Aww. Melissa Joan Hart related film there's no music oriented film like no big music star like you know there was Patti LaBelle last year there's none of that so I am upset sad and fine so then I'm just gonna have to lean more and take this opportunity into the Hallmark spirit and see what they got i thought because of the writer's strike maybe hallmark wouldn't have as many movies to, like premiering but maybe they filled them all really early and quickly i don't know maybe we need to look into that more because i feel like this timeline is bananas and then lifetime is 
it's really funny because we feel like we're getting a little um less of lifetime this year and but really like their premieres feel a bit more timely in terms of like the season <laughs> for me <laughs> that's true that's a good point yeah at least it's like close it's they're not even really approaching it until kind of thanksgiving as yeah, opposed to before yeah. Th- halloween yeah before halloween like i can't even you can't even get if you wanted to get a real christmas tray before halloween you're not even able to do that so this is oh right like easing you in good point good point but you know who's trying to get in on the hallmark market it's clearly great american christmas because Compared to the two original films, because they had film premieres, but I think they weren't produced by that company. They have 20 films. That's crazy. CCB's like, we need to get on that Hallmark timeline. We need to get (laughs) pumping these out. I did watch one of them. I can't remember the title now. What was it about? What was it about? It was the one where um, she accidentally, or the grandma accidentally text, texted her. Oh, oh twas the text before Christmas. Yeah, twas the text yes. before Christmas. Yes, yeah. I started that one, and I just thought, you know what? They're just like a little bit. They're just like a tier below, a couple <laughs> tiers below Hallmark. They have a lot of work to do still. I think they're trying, yeah. but. Um, I don't know. For me, Hallmark is where it's at this year. There's a lot of really fun, um, like movie options and titles. I I like all of the different plays on different Christmassy things. Um, so I don't know if you want to get into talking about some movies that you've already watched or, um, yeah, yeah, let's well, what what have you seen so far (laughs) pre-Halloween? I will, I will say I did try to give the the great the great american christmas uh a try and so there were two films so i saw by the way if you haven't finished the twas the text before christmas it's okay you don't need to um oh my gosh that one was so ridiculous well at first i thought okay all right you know it seems kind of like standard you know christmas movie fodder and then it just takes this really wild turn with the whole like accidental texting and then inviting um, this girl to their, the grandma texts this, the main character on accident. And then obviously she has a, an eligible grandson <laughs> that she'd like to set up. And oh, so geez. she invites this girl to Christmas cause she doesn't have any plans or, you know, her family's going to be out of town or whatever. And she ends up going and she travels like hours to their Christmas. And then even the family, when she shows up, they're like, oh, Nana, like, do you know, like, who Who is is this this? girl? And thinking that she knows her like in some other way besides accidentally texting. And then it's this really weird awkwardness, which I enjoyed because that was the moment where I was like, this movie is wild. This is the weirdest thing. Like, this could never happen in real life. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And then I didn't watch more. I didn't watch that much more after that. And also the grandson, he's not that cute. So I had a hard time getting into it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I mean, it's predictable what the ending is going to be. What what does happen is they, they track, like, I guess it takes three Christmases and then they finally, like, get together. She ends up going there for Christmas for, like, two more years. And then it's like, all right, it's only a matter of time. We know how this movie ends. Come on, get to it. But I, 
one thing so this one plus um journey to christmas was the other film i watched i don't even need to get into the premise but just know that the working title of that film was a model christmas because it's about a fashion model and she doesn't like flying so she wants to be driven across the country to get to la by christmas eve it's a whole let's not yeah anyway the, the thing is these the premise for both of these films could work but the writing I'm so sorry, writers. We need better script and also the acting. I don't know who's directing and I don't know if it's the actors, but they feel like they're plastic. Like they feel they're not. Whereas a lifetime, it's like you can feel they feel relatable. They feel like real people. These people feel like plastic dolls. Like, oh, yes. But like it, it's just not. That's what I mean. It's like a little bit like a few tiers below. It just feels a bit, I don't know, I don't want to say amateur, but it just feels a bit like, I don't know, silly still. They need yeah, to work on it. Totally. It's like, it's like the, it's, it's like a satirical version of a, a Christmas movie. And we understand that they're cheesy and they're tropes, but this is like, not even, yeah, we can't even. It's on another level. A level yeah. below. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So many levels below. Like it's the cheesy movie I would expect to see in like in a like as meta, like in a in another film, in a Christmas film. They're referencing another Christmas film and you're like, oh, that's so tropey. But no, actually, because at least in those it's over exaggerated. They're not even over exaggerated in this. They're just like stoic. So crappy version crappy version yeah yes. just <laughs> very really sad what it is i'm sorry we were disappointed last year but i'm still disappointed yeah and i'm yep. and they, they want reviews apparently and they want feedback and i'm like i don't think you want feedback i think you want to hear affirmation and as a result i will not waste my time writing anything to them but if anyone's listening let's try a little harder we 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 are we're eager for good films but plastic <laughs> every year you know we give them a shot yeah and we're, we're, we're we'll trying to do that but we have the same opinion as last year which is not great yeah although they do have a couple of actors samantha i think you might be interested in um they have chad michael mary in a film really yes but they, and they also have a couple of glee people like matthew morrison i think drew seeley really yeah they have people yeah they have these people it's it's kind of interesting i'm like i will see how it goes though um i might give those a try just to kind of see like is it the acting is it the writing or is it the directing like what what is contributing do they have the same vibe do we have the same issues so do you know if like Chad Michael Murray, for instance, is he like double dipping into like Hallmark? Oh, right. Um, I don't know. But I don't I mean, I don't see Chad Michael Murray on like I feel like they would have highlighted that if for the, the if it was a Hallmark thing. It's def he's yeah. definitely not in any like lifetime things. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. I'm I like, don't okay. know. Is it a is it a wise career move? I'm not sure yet for these people. Well, I guess time will tell, but that's interesting. We will see. Uh, but in the meantime, at least Hallmark is is where it's at for now. Those those films were a little more redeeming. Not all of them, but some of them. And so I will admit, Samantha, I did see um, a few. And we don't need to talk about all of them because I think we're in agreement. Like the first movie, you were like, meh. And I agree. Um, which, but which was uh, Checked Into Christmas 
And that one um, basically is about a NHL like hockey player that moves to a small town because of his team and he falls in love with the local real estate agent. And But he also lives in her parents' guest house in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know. It's really strange. But it was, I mean, the two lead actors I thought were great. They looked great together, like a believable couple. But the storyline was just, it always reminds me of those early Hallmark movies where you're just trying to get into the season where they're just kind of, they're okay. They're fine. They all watch them. They're okay. There's, but they're, there's nothing, they're not, they're not memorable and they'll just repeat every year, but that's really it. There's always like a few in the beginning that are like that. Um, And then what else did you watch, Danielle? Well, I think we have a, we were going to have a favorite um, between which we can talk in more in depth about um, the, where are you Christmas? Yes. Which is good. Um, but I also did watch um, under, so, and I think the other movie was called like checking it twice. Um, I don't understand the relation to the title to, to the cocky. I don't get it, but the other one was um, under the Christmas sky. I'll admit I, I, I wanted to, but mm, also not. Did you watch it or? No, I didn't watch that. Are you talking okay, about what, what the relation to hockey for the checked in? Is it checking it twice? Because you know how like in hockey you check people. I think that's what it is. Oh, thanks. Uh, thanks. Mm-hmm. For, you know, I'm not a sports person. So I'm glad that you cleared that up. Excellent. Yeah, I was so like, it was a hockey term? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When you when you like slam somebody like into the wall or oh. slam into them, it's called checking them. So yeah, it's a hockey. It's a hockey term. <laughs> Thank you. I will be sure to to note that, and I'll yes. probably cut edit it in this way so you can explain that. I wasn't sure if you were talking about the same one or not. Yeah, the same one. one. Yeah, that's the title because I I think I was trying to see which one was first, and I'm like, oh, I don't get it, but okay. But so the other film, Under the Christmas Sky, I I probably if you haven't seen it, it's not worth watching. Again, I I want to support all of the films, but it's just it's it's blah it's very stereotypical it's under the christmas sky because it involves a planetarium and oh yes i saw the preview for that one yeah yes and there's a kid and and then the lady like you know falls in love with the guy and and the daughter it's the whole thing so uh, and then the other so that was that first weekend and i think we agree that uh, where are you christmas which i did end up seeing was kind of a winner and then the, the following weekend they had three films which was mystic christmas did you get you did you get to see that one I actually didn't watch it yet i haven't watched it but that um, one i would recommend you watch it is okay good because i saw yeah. it on the preview obviously i love uh mystic pizza mm-hmm. and it takes place in mystic connecticut the lead character he owns a pizza shop i saw um one of the previews that he said that they make a special christmas pizza which hello i love the idea of that <laughs> Christmas yeah. pizza that sounds great um what did you think of it I thought that it was surprisingly funny because the characters are like awkwardly sorry like they're very awkward they're like oh, ha, ha, oh. like <laughs> maybe it's because I'm an awkward person so I felt it felt very relatable and just the way they handled things are like mm, I shouldn't have said that <laughs> They just feel very like real. So I was thinking it was gonna be really on the cheesy end, haha, pizza. But um, and there is a pizza parlor involved in Mystic, but 
uh, interestingly, it ended up being a lot more funnier than I thought it was going to be. So that's why I liked it. I would say from the weekend, that one was my favorite. Um, although you watched, I haven't watched. There was also Joey Noel, which was okay. Um, that was, but you watched Christmas by Design. Right. I want to get back to Mystic Pizza, though. Or sorry, uh, Mystic Christmas. Oh yeah. What about have it? you seen? Have you seen Mystic Pizza? Is it? Is there any relation to Mystic Pizza besides the pizza um, parlor in Mystic, Connecticut? Probably not, right? Not, not really, right? Because out there, there's like three different storylines. This one, it's it's really like one romantic storyline. So yeah, those that's kind of the only relation it is to to. It's what Mystic. we felt. It's what we felt last year with uh, what was it? Three men and three, a baby or whatever. Three, three wise, three wise men, men and a baby. And the baby. <laughs> No relation to Three Men and a Baby, but it's the title and they do loop in some details that gets you hooked thinking, ooh, is this going to be kind of like it? And it never is. So I just wanted to say, but I will watch it anyway because I love, you know, New England at Christmas. It, it's, it's cute and the humor is very like, it's 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 cheesy, funny, but, but I appreciate the sarcasm. It's like the acting is just a little more like, oh, I think these people could be my friends. <laughs> Okay, I thought it was going to be one of those that I'd want to skip, uh, similar to the checking it twice or whatever. Oh, um, I would say the vibe is more where are you Christmas? Like, oh, nice. Yeah, that's that. That's kind of the vibe I got. But it'll be interesting. You watch it. You let. Me, I I'm curious to see your thoughts. It's always funny because when we see each other, like we just start talking. I'm like, we should just record ourselves talking. <laughs> or like, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's save wait until it. Record it. Yeah. Save it for Save the it. pod. Um, I did start um, Christmas by Design. Um, I haven't finished it, but I can pretty much guess <laughs> how it's going to end. Um, basically, it's that similar trope that I've seen already a few times where, you know, it's the busy career adult in the city and left her sweet, wholesome, small town for this job and basically ignores her family which this also happens in Where Are You Christmas too, like also. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same exact storyline, which I'm kind of getting sick of that storyline because these little towns that these people are from are so nice <laughs> and cute. I'm like, as a person who lives in the city, <laughs> like after a while, it kind of gets old. Like, why not just, just go to your town and visit your family? Like, seriously, like, you're not, like, why are you so busy? And they always live in these cute little Christmassy places. But anyways, um, she's she's a designer that owns like uh, like a luxury brand like boutique. But for whatever reason, she's kind of broke and um, she needs to enter this contest that will you know, give her money to fix like her store because there's been some like um, like some leaks and different like disasters that have happened. But also she finds out from her mom calling her that it's the last year of the elf capades. And she used to love capades. It's called the elf capades. Okay. <laughs> and so, which I think has a relation to an ex-boyfriend or a boyfriend of the past. So um, anyways, she decides to go back and visit her family. But what I've noticed between this film and Where Are You Christmas, which we can get into in a bit, the families are very like, oh, thanks for gracing us with your presence. Oh, we haven't really seen you in a long time. Oh, like you're so busy. You're too busy for us. Like, I think it's a little bit different than the normal tropes of like 
you know, somebody moving from the big city, it's more of like, I'm too busy for my family in both of these, which I thought was interesting. It's kind of like a newer thing that I've seen where they're just kind of like ignored their families completely and their families are just like feeling not as close to them. It's a similar thing in this film too, where the dads are like, oh, wow, welcome home. I haven't seen you in a while. Maybe if you came home a little bit more. (laughs) Bitter dad. (laughs) Bitter dads. (laughs) So um, anyways, so she enters this contest and I think, I don't know, I haven't finished it yet. So it seems all right. It's not bad. I think I like the where are you Christmas premise way more already. Um, So I'd recommend that one before this one. Well, I will say that the other film from that weekend, it, it wasn't necessarily bad. I think I just like Mystic Christmas more. I will probably give Christmas by Design a chance just so I can compare it. But um, whereas where Mystic Christmas, it yes, there's a love story premise in there, but it's it the awkwardness is just top notch. I'm I'm being very cryptic about it because I want you to watch it. But yeah, the other one. Um, the Joy Noel one, which was the one that like was the last film that premiered, they're reporters. The 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 lead, well, they they don't like each other at first. Well, one's a copy editor and the other is a reporter, and she wants to be a reporter, and so and the guy's grumpy, and so they they she ends up um coming across this possible assignment, but it requires them to investigate and look into the story of a Christmas market in France. So they go to France. The most of the film takes place in France at this uh, small town, and it's a it's all involves this Christmas market. They stay at this place, and there's a little daughter. She's probably steals the show, um, who helps to take care of it, and um, she has a really good French accent. Um, but it's really it's very cute. They really play up the the Christmas market aspect. And I think you would love that, actually, Samantha, since you like that. Yeah, I mean, um, Christmas I mean you have me at Christmas market. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it just for that. There was a film oh, yeah. that we both enjoyed. And because it was an interesting premise and an interesting execution, which was, where are you Christmas? Would you say that that's probably overall a film that we want to recommend to people? from October. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually surprised this premiered so early because I feel like it's going to be one of the stronger ones that mm. came out this year. Um yeah, 100%. I enjoyed it. Um I thought it was a great story and visually it was very very cool. So basically, um you know, she's going to go back to her hometown and visit. Um, what ends up happening? So she she wishes she's just like annoyed with her job. And she's also annoyed with all of like the Christmassy stuff. Right. And then she says, like, I wish that basically there wasn't any Christmas. And she does it on this app. Um, and it comes true. So basically then no, she goes into this world, which is like her current world, but nobody knows about Christmas. Like Christmas doesn't exist and it's all in black and white. So then once people start to remember Christmas, they turn back into color. It keeps your interest the entire time. And visually it's very cool. Absolutely. So I highly recommend that one. I enjoyed watching it. Well, friends, thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Podcast in a Pear Tree. We hope you enjoyed it. And what is it? Find us. Follow, subscribe. Follow, okay, rate and subscribe. Like everything that you can. Like everything, (laughs) yes. And uh, find us where you find all your podcasts. Bye.